Hello and welcome to You Are Human, a podcast attempting to decode human potential and possibilities by bringing you real stories, real heroes. In life, we constantly hear that change is the only constant. Sometimes, some change that we experience is not always something that we like. Sometimes we're not even prepared for it. And sometimes they're extremely hard to deal with. My today's guest at the age of 19 had a severe change in his life that he's still dealing with to an extent. Marwan, thank you so much for being on the show. Hello, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here as well. And looking forward to the podcast. Marwan, I want to begin this conversation with a very hard question. At the age of 19, you were like any other teenager. Yes. Carefree, had so many dreams, goals. You know, you were leading a life with there is no tomorrow. Mm. You know, that's how teenagers live. Yes. With your friends, having a great time. And one unfortunate night, you met with an accident that gave you a condition that actually changes life by 360 degrees. It's not like a very minor change. It's like going through a completely different phase altogether mm. because you were not born with disabilities. Yes. And this accident has led to disabilities. I want to ask you, how has life been after an accident? Yes, uh, as you said before, I mean, it was, uh, it was a big accident and it was a life-changing situation which I never been through I never been through before so it was quite uh, challenging and very difficult at the beginning because all everything was new to me and at a state at my age I still wasn't aware of what's happening mm. so by the time I got to know about my situation and see how my condition is it was pretty hard to accept that because uh, I was in denial, I couldn't accept my situation. And uh, by the time, it took me a really long time to adapt to it. And uh, I even been uh, through another car accident before when I was young, mm. but I was a passenger. So this time, I was a driver as well. Mm. So the impact in my life made me, made me kind of unaware of where I am right now. Mm. But by time and process, things started to change and make sense to me in a way that I was like, there is life after this. And I couldn't be like in the same situation for, the, for a period of time or, or how long it takes me to go through it. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, at the first two years, when I, the first two years of my car accident, when I was in the hospital and then I was moved to another hospital, I went abroad and I started doing my therapy, but the acceptance wasn't there. Mm. And the big role where it played in my life was rehab. Right. Yeah. So by the second year, when I knew about my situation, I've been to rehabilitation and then I started to get prepared to this very first day. And then uh, by time two to three years, I was still continuing my therapy, mm. but I didn't have like a vision after my, what to do after with my situation. How, right. how would I continue my life? Mm. How would people see me? Mm. How, will be a, how will be I a role model for my siblings? Mm. Being me, I'm the elder one. Yeah. And I also wanted like my parents to rely on me. Mm. 
So it was a difficult phase, but uh, thanks to rehab and the support that I got from my family, I was like, no, it's time to change. Yeah. And ever since then, like two to three years, I started to work on this. And alhamdulillah, I mean, I'm very happy for where I am today than I was for the past like five to six years before. So it's been two to three years that you have actually taken charge of your life is what you're saying? Like right now? No, no, at the beginning, like the first two to three years, I was still trying to understand myself. Right. How to live with this. Right. How can I change like my perspective to Mm. other people? Yeah. And like, no, I should face life. If I keep on like doubting myself, I won't reach anywhere else. Yes. And life goes on with whether you are been through obstacles or whether you're disabled. Yeah. And for us, like humans, we can do that. As long as like the determination is there, the ambitions, you can push yourself further. Do you think over a period of time, pain seems to get lighter or maybe we just get used to the pain? In a way, yeah. It depends how you think of it. Right. Because, of course, healing takes time. Mm. And you have to trust the process and move on. Yeah. So the pain was there until today. Like, I wouldn't imagine myself. It's been like 10 years from now. Mm. And where, where I was and where, when, where I am now. Mm. So pain plays like it teaches you. It's make, it makes you stronger. Right. And you learn from it. Yeah. And healing process as well. As long as you believe in it and go through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you talked about the, yes, you were in self-denial and mm-hmm. self-misery, you know. You'd be like, why me? Whenever something wrong happens to us, mm-hmm. this is our first question. Like, yeah. Why is it me? Why is this happening to me? So you had that period in your journey when you were denying everything, you were living in self-misery. When did acceptance and self-love happen? How did it transition into it? Well, uh, at the beginning, it was a bit, it was, no, it was really difficult for me because I couldn't accept myself. Hmm. So the first two years was really tough on me. But and then, like, uh, when I went abroad and I went for therapy and I came back, Hmm. I knew things are not going back to how it used to be. Because now I'm a different person. Right. It's not like in self-take care or for me, like, to be independent on myself. It wasn't easy. Hmm. So, and then I remember like uh, the, third or four, uh, the third or fourth year, I went to Saudi. It's a very specialized hospital mm. in rehabilitation. Mm. So I remember when I got there at the clinic where it's like for the spinal cord injury, I remember seeing a lot of young guys, mm. same as my age, and all of them were in a wheelchair. And that sight was like uh, a bit shocking for me. Yeah. Because like for the past uh, three years before my accident, I never used to see people on wheelchairs or young guys. People were living their life. Mm. So, yeah, the changing point was when I went to Saudi and I saw like my other brothers in wheelchairs who have been to like a severe car accident, Mm. worse than my condition. But still, they're there. They're fighting for themselves. Yeah. And for me, this was was a wake-up call. Right. So at that moment, I knew I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a misfortune what happened. I was still young. I was still in denial. But until when? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, as I said, like rehab was a major turning point for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for any case of injury, if you don't know about your situation, True. you don't understand about what's happening. Mm-hmm. But for me there, when I went there, I was aware. 
I was taught, I was, uh, I was going through like a presentation of how to adapt with our disabilities, mm. having conversation with people who are like, similar like me. Yes. So that was like a major turning point for me. Right. And then I was like, okay, now I have to go to a journey to self-accept myself mm. and love myself back again and see what I can do, no matter whatever the result is. As long as I can lift a hand, I can wiggle a leg, Yes. That's an achievement for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's the spirit of life because, yeah. you know, I think it was two weeks ago I was speaking to one of the guests as well and I was like, we have to accept the cards that we're dealt with. Mm. We cannot say, oh, I don't want this. It's not a card game that we're playing, you know, at home, but this is what life is all about. Whatever God gives us, yeah. there is no way going back from it. Now, this is what we have been dealt. Now exactly. we have to find a way to deal with it. Exactly, yeah. And we cannot just move forward denying something because if we do that, then we are delaying our growth process. You know, the more we deny something, you're mm. like, no, this has not happened. That means we're not accepting and we're not growing from that point. So the sooner we accept it, the sooner we can start our journey towards our own growth, mm. isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. And for me, like when I started, when I started like to trust the process and see where it led me, I've seen like a lot of people who set a big example, who people are like worse than me in my condition, hmm. but still they used to push themselves over. And I give all the credit like to my family who stood up with me and they convinced me because they knew what I, what I'm capable of doing. Right. Because for me, I love like socializing with people, get to know things. And for a moment at that period, that identity was a bit away from me. Hmm. Like I was too shy to meet people and I used to think what would they say if they look at me. Yeah. And I used to like self-doubt and everything. Mm. But again, you reach to a point where like people can be there and not be there. Right. But at the moment, it's your life. You're the one yes. who's in charge. Yes. So you always have to, you always have to push forward. Mm. And when I finally like, well, I remember when I came back from Saudi, I was trained on an electric wheelchair. I was able to go out and meet people despite nothing. Hmm. Because why? Like in my mentality, I was like, no, hmm. if anything is like an obstacles, you should overcome them. Yes. No, ma yes. no matter what. Yes. And absolutely. you always have to push yourself. And for me, it kind of gave me like a bit of an identity that Marwan, he can do that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, in life, you should uh, improvise. Hmm. And it's not wrong. Yeah. You should always like push yourself and see what happens. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. As a society and as a community, I'm sure you, you mentioned about your family who have mm. been a great support system. Of course, those other brothers that you met in the rehab, they mm. have contributed to you, you know, leading your life today as what you are, because everybody's contributed to you being here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, wherever you are. Yeah. What are the things that are amazing and what are the things that we as a society sometimes do which needs a correction? Because as you said before, you had never, you know, even noticed someone on a wheelchair. So you never knew how a life could be, you know, mm. on a wheelchair until you had to experience it on your own. Yes. So what is it that we sometimes do or, you know, behave towards someone who's disabled or someone who's in a wheelchair. Is there any correction that needs to be made in our behavior? And firstly, what are the amazing things that as a community and as a society that people have done for you? Well, uh, at first, like, uh, 
when I started to go outdoor mm. and go around and like to all my hospital appointments and other places, people used to take and consider like, okay, I remember one of the biggest issues I had was the dis- disabled parking. Hmm. So for me, like when I used to go to the hospital or somewhere else, always like my parking was taken for like a bit of any stuff, like they want to go for a quick buy or something. Hmm. But and then what I did was like, I used to go and face them. Hmm. I was like, listen, uh, Alhamdulillah, you're all good. You have yeah. uh, nothing that's wrong with you. Yeah. So for me, I give them in a way, like I try to give them awareness about us. Hmm. So like I used to tell them, like, imagine the time you costed me just to wait for you right. and to be there. Right. And again, like uh, as uh, as a community, like in hospitals and everywhere else, the ramps are there, the parking are there. But sometimes like you need not like an education, but to give people awareness. Hmm. You know, there are people who are there who need these facilities yes. and give awareness and yeah. to know about it. Hmm. And for me, like and sometimes uh, people who look at me, like sometimes you can't help them who sympathize. Right. Sympathy is always there because they don't know about your condition. Right. And for me, like when I see someone and he, and he comes and talks to me, it's like, how do you live your life? How do people look at you? Hmm. I was like, I, I've never asked for people to sympathize with me. Yes. As long as like I'm going, I'm walking, I'm having a good time. Hmm. So yeah, I like I try to spread inspiration for others and, and show them there's, there's more to life than a disability or, or a guy on a wheelchair. Yeah. So on crutches or it's all life goes on. Yes. And for me, like uh, one of my friends and even families, I used to change them and tell them, no, we should go out. So what if people look at us? It's fine. Yeah. Because you change and you show them that for me, I would like to push myself over. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. Like, and I'm enjoying my life. I give people like what they deserve and in and in return everyone is kind with me. Yes. Yeah. And you shouldn't be. Why should anybody who mm. is having a disability be embarrassed? Mm. Because I don't think there is anything to be embarrassed about, you know, but I I feel that especially children because they're very curious mm. to know, you know, what is happening. Yeah, yeah. And I see that when a child is, you know, having these questions, parents tend to Shut them up. Parents yeah. are like, shh, 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 no, 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 don't ask, mm-hmm. don't go. And I think as a community and as a society, we have to educate our children. Mm-hmm. There is this one, one more, there was a very uh, good ad that had, uh, I forgot which brand did it, but it was in television, I think last year, where they were promoting sign language. And it was about, it was of course, selling a product and, mm-hmm. you know, it was a brand that had done it. But it was such an important message because in this society, a kid had come and he couldn't speak. And there was this other kid, he asked his mother that he mm. cannot talk, then how do I play with him? So his mother gets him into classes where he can learn sign language. And then he becomes friends with him. And mm. then, you know, they just show like a happy story. And I think this is what is important as a community. We mm. have to tell our children that, okay, there are mm. even, there are us, you know, who are, okay, we are, we are blessed with everything fine, but there are some people who are born with disabilities mm. and we cannot just shush them or be like, oh no, as you said, you know, yes, yeah. we want to sympathize, but we don't need the sympathy. We're not supposed to just give the sympathy. We are here to grow together, to support. Mm. And especially when it comes to even jobs, there are so many jobs which are denied to people just because they're disabled. Mm. When I was speaking to Safiel Bahlani, 
who is this disabled artist in, in Oman, she was telling me that when she used to send out her resume to get a job, people would see her face. Yeah. The pictures only they would not see who she is mm. as, as a whole. And she would not write about her disability on her resume. So they would see where she studied, what her credentials, they would call her for an interview. And when she would walk into the interview, they would look at her and be like, oh, no, we're sorry. We cannot give you the job because who's going to take you to the bathroom? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And she's like, I don't need anybody. Mm. I'm okay to do things on my own. So she was like, because of this, when people started seeing me, they were not giving me jobs. And today, mashallah, she's got her own gallery and, you know, mm. God bless her. She's such a powerful girl who's, you know, unique in her own way. And mm. she's loving every challenge that she's thrown. But I think we as a community... There is still so much that we have to change and, you know, yeah. tweak within ourselves to be more inclusive. We can't just say that, oh, but you are disabled, so how will you do this? I think we need to open our minds a little more and accept one another. Yeah, and I think that is. Thank you so much for sharing. I think mm. um, with disabled parking, yeah, that is one thing where yeah. I have also seen and I actually go and tell people like, why are you parking here? But I think, yes, guys, anybody who's watching and listening, mm. I think... We consciously shouldn't park where there is a disabled car parking dedicated. And if we see someone doing that, let's stop them. Yeah. Marwan, you have recently, um, you know, when, when we spoke, you told me that you had a big break uh, for your studies because of your accident and, you know, you had so many operations and yes. everything going on. You've got back to studies and you're doing human resource. And you told me the other day that your vision is that you want to get a job. You want to get independent. When you go for an interview, you know, normally people would ask you, so where do you see yourself in five years or 10 years? You know, this is a typical question that yeah. people do ask. I'm going to ask you, what is the vision that you have created for yourself? You know, there is, when, when we sit with ourselves, we, we say, okay, after a few years, this is where I see myself and this is what I want to do. So what is that image that you have been creating? What is it? So for me, it's like within like my vision after three to five years, basically the first thing that I want to do is, is to be independent mm -hmm. as much as I can. Yeah. Because for me, this gives me self-confident and to rely on myself. Because mm -hmm. for me, I feel like within the 10 years, yeah, I have achieved much, but not in a sense that will be like, okay, Marwan, he actually did that. Yeah. And people will be like talking about me or something. So I want to do something that will give like uh, an impression to people like, yeah, if he could do it, other can do yes. spread inspiration for others. Yes. So for me, it's like uh, for now, Alhamdulillah, like I finished my studies and my vision is like, yeah, to get a job and be independent and probably like start a family. Because for, for me, sure. like, yeah, family is everything. Yeah. And to do something and to show that and to raise and have kids. I mean, that's the most important thing for me is. And even like in the future, I'm still like reading about uh, recovery for spinal cord injury and other mm. things. Mm. But until that time comes, I'm yes. still living day by day. I mean, for me, probably like usually I don't think what will happen after one week or even the other day. Because I remember somebody told me like Marwan, every day is a gift, not a given right. So you should yes. always seize your day Yes. in a point where you should like plan ahead, do it and execute. Yes. And, yes. After, and after that, things will go as you want it. So yeah, what's my vision? Like five years to be, to be independent, have a job and probably like get married and have kids. Yes. So this is what I want to do. 
and motivate more people. Mm, and yeah? make people as well. <laughs> yes, mm. yes, yes. No, that's absolutely amazing. You know, whatever you said, like living one day at a time. Mm. Because even with the COVID situation, if you see, we were all planning our next two years, three years. Oh, I'm going to travel. You know, in 2020, we all had mm. all our plans. But here, something happened and nature tells us, guys, pause. You know, breathe. Not everything is going to happen according to whatever you are mm. dreaming of and thinking. So I'm really glad that you mentioned this and that you're leading your life also one day at a time. Because as you said, each day is a gift mm. and we have to seize it. You know, because when we think of, oh, I still have life, you know, ahead. Who knows? Mm. And in that process, we tend to give up on a lot of things today because we think, oh, there's a tomorrow. There's a tomorrow. But you never know that tomorrow might not come. Mm, yeah. So that's another important message. Thank you so much for sharing it. You're welcome. Are there any times when you think that, you know, this shouldn't have happened to me. I was better before, you know, my that life. I really miss it. Of course, you would miss because I know that you love football and mm. Chelsea is your favorite team. <laughs> and you love Formula One races as well. Yeah. So do you feel that all this happened is because you have a higher purpose to live? Or do you sometimes feel, God, why? I wish I could do those things. No, at, at the beginning, I felt like um, it's not about why me or how will I live with it. It's like I've been put in a test. Hmm. So how will I respond to that? How will I, how will I adapt to that? So at the point, like, I don't think what, uh, what happened in the past should affect my future. So, like, for me now, this is my life. Yeah. I should be in control of it and see how it goes. And even if I have my doubts from time to time, as I told you, like, I try to figure it out and I improvise. Nothing is impossible. You can do it. Yeah. In a way, it's like, yeah, all of us have flaws and we sometimes we overthink about stuff. Mm. But at the end, it comes to our decision. Right. It doesn't matter if you're physically challenged or any sort of uh, sickness or whatever, as long as like you have a strong mind, you're capable of doing anything. Yes. And I've seen that. Like for us humans, we set a lot of examples, a lot of examples. And, that's show, and this shows you that like once if you use your brain in the right way, you're capable of doing anything. Yeah. As long as you have like the ambition and determination, then it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get it. Mm. We can get anything that we want. <laughs> as long as we put our mind to it, yeah. Yes, as long as we do that. Lastly, is mm. there a message for everyone that's listening or watching? What would you like to say to everyone? Well, Ma, everyone should be kind with everyone. And uh, remember that uh, for us, we should always uh, spread awareness to people and tell them. And lastly is, yeah. Always love yourself and be true to yourself. Yes. And shout out to my mom. It's her birthday today. I love you, mom. And I hope you all happiness. Whoa, happy mm -hmm. birthday, mommy. And you yeah. said that she's been an amazing support for you. She's yeah. been one of the strongest support yeah, for she's you. She's been there for all, entirely my journey. And she, till, and she still pushes me until today. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Mothers are indeed our strongest support. So happy birthday to mommy. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. you. I'm glad Thank I'm you. here and looking forward to more more podcasts. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you.